Ingles, right? Right. Not in gals. No, we wouldn't do it that way. That's, <laughs> oh, that's, that's like the... saying ukulele. Come oh, on. yeah. That's, that's wrong. <laughs> we don't even let people in the store that say that. No, just kidding. <laughs> we do. What's the password? Ukulele. All right. All right. Close enough. All right. So, just start this one with a sound sample? Yep. sound weird i don't have the earphones what well, how's your, the levels your levels are looking a little i mean they're kind of hot but i mean oh you really like right okay oh yeah i sound weird i forgot <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to hear yourself when it's, your ears are back here and you're here. it's it's all subjective sure um <laughs> sure um so this is the first of an of the 18 inch tenors that you've made yes right? that is the first Cool. I've got uh, a couple more underway. I really? Feel this is what a tenor should be. Ooh, like, wow. This Corey scale, coming like... with some. Yeah, well, that's just my opinion. Just, it's just an opinion. There's something more dynamic about it, too. I think that, that as a player, like you can be more dynamic. Yeah, what I like is like the increased uh, string tension, yep. which results in better sustain and you get better overtones when you play. Um, mm open notes and stuff notes. yeah i like that i mean it's like, hard to make generalizations you know but but i can definitely hear that this instrument sounds this thing super is huge, beautiful yeah. nice and clear good sustain for I mean, sure with, with instrument building awesome. it doesn't it feel like sometimes there shouldn't be like exact rules i mean like like you just like as a player like because you play it all the time so you're saying that this is something i feel more comfortable with yeah yeah Definitely. You know what? I, I better mention, like, um, we only have three cameras, but I, 
I have Zach running the 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 sound and, and the cameras, so he's pretty busy. But we put a mic over there, you know, so he could chime in. But you know, I mean, um, he would. He's such a stud. He would make us all look, you know, kind of weak. So no, actually, I'm gonna get a fourth camera, just for the ladies that you know tune in so they can check out his guns. But when you hear Zach now, you might, um, you know, I might I might have right to now. I'm just pan to Corey. The voice above. Yeah, no, there, there's no show. It's awesome. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, man. Well, hey, you know, we never really did an introduction. We just got right into this instrument, and we're gonna check out, I think, another instrument from you too, right? Yes. Okay, cool. But first, um, you know, let's just get to know you a, a, a little bit better. Tell us about uh, what brought you to the ukulele. Well. When I grew up in Northern California in, say, the, the 50s, I think I was the only kid on my block who had an ukulele. Um, oh, wow. You yeah, go because my, my grandmother and my mother played, and I uh, have a lot of family in, in Hawaii. And so it was kind of natural to pick up a, a uke, and I did. But I got to oh, about high school, I guess, and there were other things that were more interesting. And so I gave it up and um, didn't really do any music for a long time. And uh, about five years ago, maybe six years ago, I decided it'd be good to have some music in my life. So I thought, well, I'll get an ukulele. And I, I bought a Pono. Oh, cool. Yeah. I didn't even know <laughs> and uh, I still have it too. It's the only one I've, um, only, you know, uh, uh, one I purchased from somebody else that I still have. And um, I thought that was kind of fun, so uh, I played it for a while, and then I, I learned about a guy up in um, northern Oregon on the coast who built customs, and I happened to be up there, so I went to see him, and I thought, well, maybe I'll, I'll get a custom. That would be kind of fun. And uh, he spent the afternoon with me in his shop and showed me all the stuff he did and how he built and stuff, and I just, I just felt myself getting drawn into this thing. I just knew I was going to end up building an instrument so so you actually i mean because it's like i talked to a lot of builders that come to it because it's like they were building cabinets or you know i mean they were woodworkers and then ended up you know somebody asked them to make an instrument or got interested but you were actually coming at it from being uh an enthusiast of the music and the instrument and then you know it just dawned on you like i can do this yeah I've, i've always done a lot of um you know, craft kind of things with my hands. And um, it just, it seemed natural to try and make an instrument. I, I figured I had the skills to do it and had some tools and uh, I gave it a go. And how was that first instrument? Uh, let's see, well, Jan still, had, my wife Jan is here, sitting in the back. Mm. And uh, the first one. Spin around? <laughs> no, no. You're so pretty, though. <laughs> oh well. First one I made was a was a, a concert out of Paduke, which is just a crazy dumb wood to try and make your first instrument out of because it's kind of a difficult wood, but it worked and it's still together and it's not a great instrument. But I keep telling her that I'll make her a better one, and she she says no, I, I want number one. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's kind of special. Yeah, yeah. So then I I started making them and. Uh, at first, of course, when you make your first instruments, they're not necessarily great, and, and uh, I gave them away to friends, and mm. um, I started posting pictures of some of my building processes on um, Ukulele Underground, and at some point somebody 
uh, emailed me and said, well, do you sell these? And I thought, well, yeah, I could do that. And uh, started selling, posting them on, on UU and um, was able to sell them. And um, So you weren't exactly like um, studying the market and taking strategic moves in this huh? <laughs> pretty organic start there. No, if I wanted to make good strategic moves, I probably wouldn't yeah. build, build instruments. <laughs> <laughs> you know that. Yeah. But, um, no, not but really. Just I just love it, huh? Oh yeah, I, I, I love it. Um, you know, it's it's a it's a real it's a very um, compelling process because it's very exacting, and you need to think about what you're doing and uh, be very careful about the steps you use. And then once you get through all that, you have something that somebody can make music with, which is yeah. really kind of an an enduring thing. Sure, I mean, these instruments and and you know you build with. Uh very good techniques to make an instrument that's gonna you know last probably outlast us and i mean it's so cool how instruments um when taken care of uh just get better sounding you know and um you know i remember learning about you i think from john over in australia or tasmania you remember yeah, john? it could have been john yeah. sure yeah john duncan yeah yeah, John has been, uh, I'm very grateful to John. He's been a great supporter. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, I'm building his fourth or fifth right now. Really? Yeah. That guy, <laughs> he just loves to get them, and yeah. I totally understand. What's up, John? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's an awesome guy. Yeah, I've got a, a baritone going for him. Oh, cool. Out of um, quilted maple. Yeah, man. Should be nice. I love his music. He always comes from the heart, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. So our... Uh, you're gonna just put these for sale at the um, UGH, or are you just gonna sell them to us? <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to sell them to you. Really? Awesome. That'd be great, Always. man. Yeah. If we get them, we'll do it. We'll do uh, you know more sound samples and stuff too. And I'll take some sweet photos because they're beautiful. Really nice woods. So let's listen to this. Um, and uh, this is the regular 17-inch scale tenor. Oh, no.
That's awesome, man. Very, very cool. Great to, uh, you know, that we're going to be able to share these with our customers and to have more of your instruments. It's just you, right? I mean, you don't have uh, oh, just little me. elves in the back or anything. <laughs> I wish. I know, right? Little little sanding elves would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> and, I mean, uh, you know, do you push it or do you, do you just, are you, like, as far as how many you're making a, a year at this point, roughly, or? I work at my own pace. I don't. Yeah. I'm not rushed. Right, I'm not right, trying right. To, not trying to meet a production schedule. Yeah. I usually have several in advance, and you know that's that's fine. Right. But I don't want to work any faster than than what you know would produce quality. Yeah. Outcomes. And I, I know from time uh, there was like I, I think at one point you were like something wasn't just perfect or like you know what I'm going to hold off on this one and. Uh, you know, either retop it or some, something like that. But you seem like the kind of person that's not just going to let something out that's not good. Well, I hope not. I, I have taken a couple of tops off of a finished body, and it just didn't sound right. The point where you get the top on the body, you can kind of tell whether it's going to sound like you want it to sound. And if it doesn't sound right, take it off and redo it. It's not that hard. Yeah, shoot. Sure kind of a pain but you know I mean you've gotten to the point where you can you, you can let it slide and still probably cover your bills but um you know you seem to have gotten pretty good fairly quick with the art of it is there you know what resources helped you uh, get to where you're at at this point and uh, you know going further with it like what what kind of future experimentations are you thinking about when I started out I realized that in order to build um, nice sounding instruments you had to know what a nice sounding instrument is so I I bought several pretty nice instruments um, K brand various K brand models and uh, callings and uh, compass mm. rows and some other things of that general level and studied them uh, measured them looked inside and see how they were built and try to understand the you know the what a good standard of, of quality was in terms of execution and um, there's some uh, information out there in written form that's helpful. Mike Chalk's book is, is great if you're starting out. And um, you can learn a lot about building ukulele from um, studying classical guitar materials because it's a, it's a different instrument, but the construction techniques are very similar. And uh, at least a uke is more like a classical guitar than like a steel string guitar. And there's a lot of information out there on building guitars, of course. It's just a, orders of magnitude more than there is on, on ukes. And at one point I even sat down with, um, you know, on, on Ukulele Underground there's a builder's forum, I think it's called the Luthier's Lounge, and I sat down and just started going through, starting at the present, worked back and, and read posts from, you know, there's some really talented people who um, post yeah. on, on mm -hmm. the uh, sure. Ukulele Underground. And, and there's a lot to be learned just there like if you share, through. the sharing of ideas. And, yeah. I mean, it doesn't mean it's going to work for you, but it's interesting to, to um, know how browse other, through other and, and are, see if you can't pick up you yeah. know, different tips that might work for you. And there are people who are absolutely um, unselfish about sharing. Uh, yeah. You know, they're just more than willing to help out uh, other people. And I think people want to see everybody get it right. So there's there's lots of good information if you go digging for it. Mostly good information, yeah. Well, that's true. You have to be I a mean, little bit discriminating because there is some bad information out there. But if but if but let's say I 
I open up UU one day and and uh, oh maybe um, you know Chuck Moore or Pete Howlett or one of those guys has posted something. I yeah, you can't trust those guys. No, no, <laughs> no those are the ones I read carefully. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> Yeah, but there's a there's a number of other guys too. Yeah, there there's several mm. there's several that are good contributors and um, and people. the rest are just a bunch of hecklers. No, just joking. Mostly, <laughs> mostly all yeah, good not, guys. Not too many of those. <laughs> but, um, so you you just gradually figure out what um, the way the you know the better ways of doing things are and uh, learn what techniques are best for your own skills and for the and the tool set that you have. Not everybody has the same particular tools that do certain things, right. but I have some tools that other people don't have and vice versa. Mm -hmm. So I adapt what I do to the, you know, the, the tools I have and um, it just kind of build gradually uh, based on um, what you, you think to be right based upon whether, what other people have done and what you know to be right for you based upon your own progression and mm -hmm. learning as, as you go what makes a, uh, a uke that is um, playable and sounds good and uh, will be durable right that's the you know three things to go for but it, it's good to see that you know it seemed like you sh you started with very simple designs and then you know gradually added this feature and that feature okay I'll try this on that and I suppose you're gonna keep that going on some level yeah, Until things. you're, you know, doing inlays all up the <laughs> neck. Well, you, you do progress over time. I, one of the things that I was careful about when I started out was um, I didn't want to try and add a lot of fancy features right at the outset because there are some things that make a, an instrument um, look a little better, fancier things, fancier bindings, for example, um, and may not contribute a lot to the quality of the instrument in the sense of sound and playability and, and durability. Or and, at and all. So, yeah, or at all. And so um, I think it's a good idea for builders to, st when they start out, to try and keep it simple and focus on the things that make a good instrument and then later add other features. I, th I think so too, you know, like finding the, the balance of structural stability and resonance should, I, I guess, take precedent, like at least until you get that part down and then, you know, get into, you know, whatever fancier purflings and rosettes and stuff that you you, you want to I mean I would think that would be the natural progression I guess you could do everything all at the same time but um yeah you I, I think people who try to do that sometimes get hopelessly balled up because they spend so much time trying to work on the things that um, are hard and yeah. don't necessarily contribute to the um, you know the best the most important qualities of the instrument like um, for example I not too long ago I added an option for a radius fretboard mm -hmm. and um, a lot of people say that they can't tell the difference. Some people say they can tell the difference with the radius. A lot of people don't really care, but there are some people who do care, mm -hmm. and uh, so it's that's fine. I I enjoy doing. It. I'm happy to do it, but it's not an essential skill for a beginner. Yeah, well, it's uh, something to offer once you've got all the other stuff down. I guess. Yeah, and right? I and I I can't. I just keep digging myself in deeper. I'm about to. To try doing uh, slot heads, uh, slotted oh, yeah. heads, and, uh -huh. and uh, I think that'll add, you know, something in terms of, um, you know, some people just want to have a, a slotted head, yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. and that's fine, and I'll I'll know how to do it. Yeah, uh, I went a long time without doing any engraving, and now I'm putting the the logo on the 
on the peg head and yeah the i noticed that with the last one we got yeah so it was it's like a, the first one with the inlay um yeah, using pearl right yeah, mother pearl mother pearl yeah so little by little things get changed and added and i hope improved yeah even from last year's guild you know it's it looks like a little notch up there even though your your instruments have always been nice um but it's great to see you showing more options and uh even improving on your art yeah big difference between last year's and this year's or both of these instruments have a, a fully um pore filled and, and polished mm -hmm. glossy finish which is it's it's more work it costs a little more money um again some people care and some people don't and i'm, I'm happy to do a, a simpler finish um, if that's what customers want to have yeah i mean you can do like clear pick cars on for something but or you know but some people don't don't want that too especially if the, you know they like the more woody well i don't think it takes away much from the sound but i mean like you just have to kind of if you're just going to do the true oil in in like you know a few coats it's like it has to just be with the warning that like look this is this will get scratched up if you're that type of player and you have to not care that much about it um and a lot of people don't you know i mean uh they're not worried about that thing should go for like half hour, right? Yep. Man, nothing's going. I woke up at three o'clock this morning. <laughs> I, I like woke up with this dream. I was like having this dream that, uh, well, actually, I only remember a snippet of it. It's like I felt like I remembered a lot, and then all I retained after about one minute was like I was going to do a shoot for some presidential uh, talk, and then. I was trying to explain to the people that I didn't have the right lens to do it, you know? And then instead of just going back to sleep, I laid in bed and psychoanalyzed myself. But <laughs> I remembered uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> However you psychoanalyze it, it still won't matter. But yeah, it's been kind of a rough, rough do, week. Do you have dreams of uh, building a slot head, like you said? Like, like in the same fashion as Andrew's dream? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I've, I've never dreamed about slot heads. Maybe if I dreamed about them, I'd get around to it quicker. <laughs> Be more on my mind. Or yeah. do you dream about, uh, dream about building? Like, does it enter your... No. No? It no. The dream at all? No, Hey, let me... Let me <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> we got to know if, uh, you know, he gets into that dream world. <laughs> I don't remember much of my dreams. Yeah, it's hard. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, it, they're so they're so random when I do remember them. Are there like Luthers that like uh, Luthiers? Sorry, uh, that dream like they say, ah, oh, they came to me in a dream. This type mm. of uh, Pops, build. And Pops has a few of those. Oh. The visions. Yeah. I don't know though. You know the ones he has the visions for. They're like, they kind of are out of this world. So, <laughs> like, I don't doubt him. I'm like, yeah. I think. I like it, his enthusiasm with. Yeah, with he's everything. he's he's really cool. But you're in Oregon, and I was curious because, like, um, they just passed the the law for like five other states to have uh, legal marijuana use. But you guys have had it for a couple years, right? We've had medical marijuana for quite a few years, and the, oh, the recreational marijuana thing just passed. Oh, so that just passed. It it was passed. Uh, well, I think it was about a year ago. Oh, it, it's it's been it's taken a while to implement it. So you but you guys aren't one of the states that it just got passed. Well, it just became available. Oh, just became it's, like it's, it's just coming uh, become available now, and 
and there's been a lot of back and forth about it because cities apparently have some option to regulate it in certain ways if they want to, and some have allowed it. Oh, and some really? Have said they That's won't not allow just state law. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so you vote on it for your city as to whether you're going to allow the sale of it, but it wouldn't be illegal in that city. It's just like having a store in that city, right? Uh, yeah, I don't. I'm I'm not really too clear Whoa. on it to tell you the truth. Mm -hmm. It's. Um, it's illegal everywhere, according to the federal government. I know. Right? <laughs> but the, the Oregon takes a different view along with Colorado and I guess Washington. California it. just passed, too. Yeah, I guess they did. Yeah, yeah. But so. speaking of dreams, like, I, I wonder if there's any um, really right-wing conservatives waking up in cold sweats next to you waiting for their... Uh, you know, neighborhood to turn into like a Rasta party or something. Yeah, there's been a lot of resistance, especially in the more conservative communities, that they, they don't want it. And, pretty sure um, there'll be like, you know, heroin addicts on the street just laying around. And, uh, this is just a gateway. We're, we're ruining the state. And a lot, of, a lot of people object to the um, outdoor grows because it, the stuff smells awful. It smells like skunk. I beg your pardon? When it's growing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, I, know. <laughs> I never so, smelled, smelled no, it. No, you drive past a big pot patch and it smells like a skunk, and, and that upsets the neighbors, and so there's a lot of things going on about people being unhappy. Mm. But Maybe it is a skunk. Do you guys have skunks over we, there? You know, we do have skunks. That's an uh, argument. Sometimes it could be a skunk. Look, it wasn't the plants. Or, or, We've got lots of skunks around here, guys. Or it's, sometimes it's both the plant and the skunk, and it's double bad. Ooh. Yeah, yeah that might be skunk. a problem. You don't want to be there. <laughs> oh, man. It's been so crazy lately that um, in order to, like, really keep my spirits up, I, I like, kind of developed this alternate reality. So, like, for me, like... Um, we're like in the post-apocalypse world now and um, so you know for the surviving humans um, really like the only thing that brings them joy is great ukuleles and so like I feel like really important in this new society you know and it's really good to have you as a partner in this endeavor and like for mankind like people like Corey and Zach they're like you know our heroes and, yep. and, and it, I'm really excited, you know, to be able to, like, really make a difference. It's possible that the salvation of the world is going to start in this room. <laughs> I feel like it is. Yeah. <laughs> but it's really good to have you here. And well, it's great to be here. I appreciate the opportunity to speak with you. And I'm very grateful that you put my instruments on your yeah. website and get them out well, to the playing community. I haven't played a bad one yet. And they've, actually, they've all been great, you know. Good. Well, thank you. I haven't had any come back. I'm I'm exactly at 60 instruments now. Nice. Getting up there. Yeah. And uh, as far as I know, none have pulled apart or had anything terrible happen. So. Oh wow. All is good. Yeah. No. That's that's something. We had Pete Howlett on here like a few weeks ago, and he was saying like um, all of the bridges were coming up at first. You know. So you know, if he ever tries to talk crap about it, you, you yeah. just no. Well, if he does that, I'll just tell him, use a string through a bridge. You know, they're never going to come hey. off. I'm, and he's English, so he can take the, like, harsh humor, you know. Yeah, that's right. But um, love you, Pete. Uh, anyways, we got the UH, uh, UGH coming up uh, this weekend, and you're going to be one of uh, a number of, of good builders. So I look forward to hanging out with you guys more. And um, thank you for coming up here, bringing us these. And when we get them at the end of the show then we're going to do sound samples again we're going to take all the pictures 
you guys will really get to, um, you know, check them out and uh, maybe get one. And they look better than ever, too, on top of these both sounding great with your new finish. So congratulations on accomplishing uh, a really beautiful but still natural looking gloss. Like it doesn't look like, you know, a sheet of plastic on it or anything like that. It still has that very woody, natural look, yet it's just a little more shiny, you know, for uh, people that like that bling. It feels good too, to the touch. Yeah. Softer than like a regular gloss. Very cool. It's super ono. Very ono. Hey, why don't you um, give us a, your rundown on, on the on the two, uh, you know, the 18 inch and the 17 inch, and of course different woods, but um. This one, uh, it's a little warmer for, it's weird for spruce, but then, um, a little louder. What if I just move this? Yeah, just, just talk about it up. Or just do that. Sorry, I didn't want to set up so much mics. So, this has a warmer sound, I feel. That, that one projects, the 18 inch tenor projects a little different. But brighter. It's like, and it has warmer. like a wider yeah. spectrum mm. of sound but this one hits the low end mm. notes a little better why don't you give us one more sample on that yeah hey, no actually it sounds good up there sure yeah sure Strumming doesn't have the same sustain as the 18 inch tenor, right. but that one just has like a little bit more.
Sweet. Corey, you make it sound beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> oh, it sounds... It has a really good voice and it's really... Really good. It's a really good sounding ukulele, so... Yeah. Clarity. Good clarity a little bit. Maybe yeah, your, maybe yeah, your best work yet, huh? That was fun, and thank you, and we'll see you this weekend at the UGH, and we'll be back with uh, more random weird comments and awesome builders and beautiful ukulele playing from uh, Corey and other guys. Thanks, David. Good. Thank you, Andrew. Thanks, Corey. Thank you. Thank you, Zach. No problem. The voice above. Hey, Corey, I got a question for you about those strings. Yeah? And, uh, do you think that the string is a little too smooth? But it'll be. Okay, I just gotta like cut it. Nope. Alright. It's really nice and full, but it's not like overpowering to the other strings.